Jamming 10 Sports Fuses Yeah, you know we wildin' 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 It's that 10 Mint Gem Sports Yeah It's that Gem Mint 10 Sports Welcome back to Gem Mint 10 Sports I am Lucky from Lucky Hit Collectibles And joined as always by Scotty from Scotty's Card Shack And Poke from Pokesport Jag Rips you can find us on Whatnot and TikTok. And also, I'm sure you heard our sponsored ad in the beginning. Uh, for Anchor, thanks to Anchor, we're on six platforms now, including Apple Podcasts. So with that being said, how you doing, Scotty? Tired. You're tired. That's, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, that's about how my day is going. I'm exhausted. I had paintball today. Been up since uh, 4.30. No, 4 this morning. So, yeah, it's just been a long day. But ready to do this, this podcast, so... Yeah, we got some interesting stuff coming up. So uh, I guess we'll start with um, sports news. The Gem Men 10 Sports Update. Yeah, so uh, pool host today. So today's uh, Sunday, uh, the Sunday before football starts. But uh, pool host hit number 695 and the pitch hit at bat. I think they have 28 games. I think we were saying 28 games left. Yep. He's going to do it. I, he's got to do it. There's just one home run every little over five at bats. I, th- I think he can do it. I think he can do it. You know, I, I, I would like to just see him just DH, you know, maybe three, four times a week until the season's done. But, they they got to yeah. figure out a way to make sure he gets enough at bats to do this because it's gonna be this is just he's just too good of a player not to hit seven hundred. So I hope they do it. And then um, the other thing I wanted to bring up, so I think it was like episode two, maybe three. Um, the Mickey Mantle baseball card has right. Sold. We were talking about the Mickey Mantle card, yep. Yeah, so ended up selling for twelve point six million dollars. Is was the final. Um, final sale price and you know what got me laughing is the article i was kind of just glancing over about it um they were talking about i wonder how many moms through you know how like kids are like back in the day moms would go into kids rooms and clean up their stuff i wonder how many mickey mantle cards got thrown away like rookie cards got thrown away that just makes me sick thinking about that (laughs) all those millions of dollars just in bike spokes and <laughs> yeah imagine yeah yeah uh, yeah exactly just like that but imagine being like a 10 year old kid you go out and you you get your your pack of uh baseball cards and here it is you get a mickey mantle rookie card you know you're probably excited yeah i got a mickey mantle and who knows where that thing went and i'm sure there's so many people out there today just like kicking themselves you know or calling oh, yeah. their mom hey What'd you do with my cards? <laughs> this is yeah, all your fault. I don't people, have. You still have my cards from when I was a uh, ten in, in the basement somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but at but. the same time, I feel like it also brings up the value of the card because oh, yeah. less people are going to have them. Especially in, if you think about like how many are on the market, and you hear about like a lot of like three, four, five, sixes that are graded. You know that's why this one sold for so much because it was a nine point five. Right. So yeah, you're not going mean, to find many of those in a in that high of a grade anymore. Yeah, well, not only that, are people willing to to sell them? You know, right. I 
I know personally, if I had a Mickey Mantle card like that, I, I I understand the money, but it would be so hard to let go because you're never gonna have that opportunity again in a lifetime. Like, yeah, it's this life changing money. I guess I know my wife would make me sell it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> my I, wife I'm, would uh, yeah, look at me like, what are you thinking? <laughs> sell it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It'd be it. I mean, you know what you could do. You know what you really could do? You could sell that and then turn around and buy maybe like a grade four or five for like a couple hundred too, thousand. Yeah. yeah, a couple hundred thousand. And then you still have your card. It's not as in good shape, but who cares? It's in a PSA slab or SGC or whatever it's in. It's going to be in its slab. It's never going to get touched again. So at least you have that. So maybe maybe if that was an option, I would, I would go that route. But man, having the 9.5, that's amazing. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and and to touch back on your uh, Albert Pujols, um, yeah, I think he's gonna do that for sure. But uh, what if I throw this wrench at you? What if he ends the season at like six ninety eight? Does he yeah, play next had, year? We had talked about that, and he has said in interviews he is done. He like he is fully committed to being done this year. And if he doesn't hit the seven hundred, he's not coming back. Do I believe him? That's crazy. I I. I don't know because it really only has to come back till he hits the 700 and then he could retire during the season. But at the same time, it's like, do the Cardinals want to bring him back? Cause he does take up a roster position, but then again, True. it's like, Hey, it, but then again, it's like, Hey, it's, it's the beginning of the year may only be a couple weeks, may even be a week. Shoot. You don't know. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I think he's going to do it this year. I don't think, that's even going to be a discussion. I think they're going to give him enough at bats, and and I think he's going to end up doing it. Well, there you go. Yeah, I th- I think he will too. So I really hope he does. I mean, he he deserves it, and I'm sure the Cardinals will give him uh, ample opportunity for everything he's done for them. So, um, oh yeah, yeah. He, he he's um, he's a legend. And out NBA there. news: You heard about the uh, Donovan Mitchell trade? I'm sure. I did. I did hear about it. I'll let I'll let you go about this one though. This is your expertise. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's definitely a good thing for for Cleveland, obviously. But Utah, actually, I, they're in rebuilding mode, but they are stacked with picks now. Like out of this trade, the next half of a decade, they have like first round picks. So now, aren't they unprotected picks, though? Three are two of them are for swaps so they can swap picks. So but either way, I mean, now, that's a lot of draft picks. And then Colin Sexton did the sign in trade to go over there as well. So I think it's like six years at seventy three million or something like that. Do you expect so this they get to a long term, you know, pretty good player? But do you think he's going to affect his card value? Uh, Mitchell or Sexton? Mitchell, right? Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. Shoot, um, maybe both. Maybe both. I, Mitchell, I think his cards could possibly go up because he's actually going to be in a lot more playoff contention than he was in Utah because he's got Darius Garland, Jared Allen. Then they got Evan Mobley, the rookie of the year, uh, front runner. Right. So, um, I mean, I think that the, the Cavs could, they have some depth now and if they could play well, which I think they will, they can make a, a good run through the East, the Eastern conference. I think that it would help Mitchell's cards go up because I think he's going to be, you know, he could contend for a title within a year or two. I mean, honestly, so I think it helps them. And, you know, I, and like I said, the Jazz, I think they're definitely in rebuild mode. I think they're going to get rid of their other stars, too. I think Conley's going to go. I think Bogdanovich is going to go. 
I think they're going to just trade away everything to, to stack up on picks and try to build the future. So sometimes that's what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. You know, I'm sure it's not fun being a GM in those situations, but you know, uh, it just seems so much now that sports is so much into like win now mode that they don't give, like they just don't give the rebuild process, you know, it's process. That's yep. that's why it's called a rebuild process. It's not like a you just don't snap your fingers and and become like that that team. It, it takes a few years. And on top of that, even though they got all these picks, nothing's guaranteed to pan out. You know, hopefully no, a few of them. Not. Yeah, hopefully a few of them pan out, and then they can maybe pick a few. Uh, maybe make a couple trades with like if these be like let's say they hit right away with some of the picks, and then they have these back end picks. If they feel like they say they get two young, really good players, and like this, just say they hit the first two years, right? They still have some picks that they could trade away for another star to come in, and that they're they're right back. You know, maybe right. three years they're right back there, at, at, you know, for contention. And the the Thunder did the same thing when they got rid of Westbrook, and when Durant and Harden left, like they they stacked up on a bunch of picks when uh, Westbrook left. So. I mean, it's been done and it, it could pan out, but like you said, nothing is guaranteed. You know, how many first uh, pick overalls do you see that you don't hear from ever again? Because <laughs> they're just it not seems, that good. It seems like in the NBA that kind of happens, right? Yep. It you happens know? quite often. But, so, which is I weird. I mean, remember, it's Michael just... Jordan wasn't even the number one pick in his draft. You know, it no. was. I, I get. Uh, I should know it, uh, and I know it. I know the name, but it, it was someone that wasn't even, you know. So, but yeah, it can happen. So I think it's a good thing for Donovan Mitchell to go there. So it sucks for the Bulls, though. <laughs> My Bulls are in that in that division. So yeah, it it it, it is what it is. I guess I I don't know. I I don't. I don't know. I I just still feel like the West is the more. This is still the stack. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah. But yeah. So um I think we we have NFL week one coming up, right? So what do you think? Do you want to go yes. over some uh some picks who we think is gonna come out on top this week? Yeah, yeah, we can we can jump into that. I'm I'm down for that. I'll um All right. do you do you wanna go first or do you want me to go first with my picks? Um you go first. Okay, so we're just I'll name off the first game and then we'll just go from there. So uh the Thursday game, I got the Bills over the Rams. That's what I got. What do you got? All right. Uh I do have the Bills over the Rams, but it's gonna be a very high scoring game for sure. Uh but Matt Stafford says he's healthy, nothing uh, limiting him in the elbow. So it should be a close one, but I do think the Bills do come out. It it'll be a shootout yeah. for sure, but yeah, I think so too. Even though both teams have really good defenses, I just think those offenses are just too much, and it's just going to be one of those things where it'll it'll probably be the winner will probably score around like 33, 34 points. That that's yeah, what I'm that's thinking. That's probably what it's going to take to win that game. Yeah. So the next game I got written down, I got the Saints beating the Falcons. I have the same agree thing. with Saints that? over Falcons. Yeah, and then now here's one. Because I would love to see it happen. I got the Panthers over the Browns. I would love, just because of the whole Baker Mayfield situation, I would love for him to beat them. 
That, that would I think awesome. the Panthers are going to beat the Browns too. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think that the uh, the Panthers are definitely going to win that. Maybe by a field goal, but it's going to be close. But I think the Panthers win it for sure. And they and Christian McCaffrey, you know, knock on wood, is healthy. Right. So for now, because yeah, he may not yeah, be later. Now. No. Uh, next game, I got the 49ers over the Bears. Yeah, I definitely got the 49ers over the Bears as well. And and it sucks because I'm a it's my Chicago team, right? But 49ers are gonna be too much for them. So I think that uh Trey Lance is gonna impress and I think he's gonna do his thing. I think the 49ers win by a couple touchdowns. You think so? I, mm-hmm. I, I think the game's gonna be a little bit better. But yeah, then I got the I got the Bengals beating the Steelers. The Bengals against the Steelers. So I have the Bengals over the Steelers as well. Uh, the Steelers are just not going to keep up with the Bengals offense. Um, I think that's another game. I think it's going to be going the distance. I think Bengals uh, win that by a good couple touchdowns. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a very close game either. And then I got the uh, I got the Eagles beating the Lions in a, a massive blowout. Massive. Blowout. You think it's going to be a massive blowout? It's going to be ugly. I would agree with I, I you on so. that. Yeah, I think it's going to be ugly. And then uh, I got the Colts over the Texans. Colts over Texans. We, we wrote them out of order, so I'm kind of looking for the, the games. I have the Colts oh. over the Texans as well. Um, I think they're going to uh, – again, I think they're going to blow out the Texans for sure. I think it's going to be a couple touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I don't know. I think the Texans don't have a terrible offense, but, yeah, I think it will be a good game regardless. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I got the Dolphins beating the Patriots. I have that too. Okay. Uh, Ravens over the Jets. Ravens over the Jets. I have that too, but I have that as a, they're just going to wipe the floor with the Jets because the yeah, Jets, I just don't think are going to keep up with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. So, um, yeah, that's going to be a, a very, uh, an ugly one, like you would say. The Ravens are going to do their thing, so. Uh, and then I got the Jaguars beating the Commanders. Ooh, I have the Commanders over the Jaguars. Well, but yeah, a close I mean, game. You did, but you did put the Commanders number two in their division, and we did. Put I put the that Jaguars. to the side. I put that to the side when I made that decision <laughs> to say, okay, what about this game? I just think they're going to edge them out. I think it's going to be field goal, maybe, but I think that they'll come out on top. Yeah, and then I have the Titans over the Giants. Titans over the Giants, I have that too. Uh, I got the Chiefs over the Cardinals in a very good game. Uh, I got that the Cardinals one, over the Chiefs. That was one of the games I was having a hard time deciding, but it just like I said, I don't, I never know what Cardinals team is going to show up. But I always know Patrick Mahomes will show up. So I feel like when the Chiefs do play a team that's like that, I, I do feel like they will win that game. I think it's going to be a very close game, and it could go either way. But I have the Chiefs probably winning like on a uh, last-second field goal. Yeah, I, I have the, the, the same thing except for the Cardinals. I, I think it's going to be one of the closest games of the week, honestly. But, yeah, I do have the Cardinals winning that. I have the Chargers beating the Raiders and what will probably be a closer game than what most people are expecting. I do expect the Raiders to be very good on offense. Their defense is 
always shaky. It's it's always been like that. But I do think their offense will put up some points to kind of keep up with the Chargers. But I do have the Chargers winning that game. Yeah, I have the Chargers winning that one as well. Um, it, it, and I did say it would be close, but it is in L.A. And I did say uh, uh, Herbert's going to be the MVP. So I think he's going to show that. And I think they're going to pull it out. And then uh, you ready for Jared not to talk to us for a week? At least because <laughs> we, we both have yeah the Vikings in an upset over the Packers. Um, I just think that, and it's not that I think that the Vikings are better than the Packers. Um, I think is gonna take Aaron Rodgers uh, a few weeks to adjust life without Adams. Um, yep. I think the run game would be fine and everything, but I think the Vikings are going to su- surprise some people because they're going to go. I think they're going to go away from the run and they're going to pass a lot more. I know Kirk Cousins isn't like the best quarterback when it comes to big games. Cause I do consider any divisional game like this where it's top two teams, you know, a, a big game. But I, I, and I think it's going to be a very, one of those games that's back and forth most of the game. But I got the Vikings just edging out the Packers. Yeah, I have the same thing because, I mean, Kirk Cousins, even though you wouldn't consider him like a <clears throat> superstar quarterback, he still gets it done. And he's got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, right, and uh, yeah, all that. But, yeah, I think that I actually wrote in my notes the same thing you just said, that I think Roger's going to have a couple weeks to adjust without Adams before he can actually start yeah. doing stuff. I mean, he'll he'll be okay because he's Aaron Rodgers, but it's going to be a rough couple weeks for sure, so. Yeah, and once he once he once he gets going, and Aaron Rodgers is a hard person to he's a hard person to stop. He's a bad man on that football field. But I, yep. I just I think I think we week one is going to be a little bit of a of a kick in the groin for them, but they're bounced back. I, I still have him winning the division. Um, and then I have the Bucks over the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys offensive line is in shambles right now. It's yep. <laughs> it's not looking good. They, yeah, it's, yeah. They, I think, yeah, I I think it, that's gonna end up being their Achilles heel this year. Is they did lose a couple people on the offensive line, and then um they did lose someone. They lost their I think it was a starting tackle, uh, to injury. I can't remember. I, I looked into it, but I can't remember if it was a tackle or the guard. But yeah, they they might be hurting a little bit on that. And uh, what about you? Actually, so I have the Bucks winning that game. Um, but what's interesting is if you go on ESPN and look at their uh, tracker of who they think is going to win, they have the Cowboys 64% to 36% that the Cowboys will win. I just don't agree with that. I think the Bucks are going to do their thing. It's going to be a close game, but I think the Bucks will come out on top for sure against the Cowboys. Yeah, and we're going to get a look at how that interior line is going to do for the Bucks as well because, you know, talking about, you know, line offensive line that's like in shambles the bucks have lost all their interior linemen they're i think they're on the third center now so yep and we all know brady does not like getting touched he he will yep. throw a fit if he does not have time <laughs> so it's gonna be interesting how they're gonna do that but I, I i do have the bucks winning that game and then for the biggest blowout of the week i got that monday night game i got the broncos like embarrassing the Seahawks I yeah yeah and yeah it just yeah it's not gonna be a fun time if you're a Seahawks fan (laughs) 
I have the it, Broncos uh, winning that one as well. Yeah, so I mean, we're pretty. Uh, I we had a lot of games. I think we only disagreed with what two or three games. Yeah, and and they're close games. That I mean, either way is going to happen. But um, you think the Broncos are going to um, completely blow them out, though? Huh? Well, I'm not saying it's like a revenge game for Wilson, but at the same time, he he kind of got over. I mean, well, think about about it. You know, as a quarterback, when you lose, you always get the blame, right? And what did yep. Pete Carroll – he would run the ball for three quarters. They would be down and be like, Russ, hey, can you bring us back from this 14-point deficit every game? Russ will go in there, and then they win by a field goal because they finally let Russ took over the game. I think the Broncos are going to let the Seahawks know where they messed up at because everything I've been reading – they want Wilson to have full control of the offense. They're going to do everything that he wants to do, what he's good at. And they had the wide receivers for that. They got a really good young team. And this is going to be the best offensive line he's had in his entire career on top of that. Yeah, that's true. It's Which be, he hasn't really had, gonna, yeah. No, it's going to be interesting to watch Russell Wilson be a uh, pocket passer when uh, the whole time you've always watched him, he has to scramble all over the place and, and throw on the run. So... It's going to be interesting to see when he has time to throw. And like I said, the Seahawks are not going to be good on either side of the ball. But I do think the Broncos, I'm not saying they're going to run up the score, but there's going to be so many scoring opportunities for them that it's just going to just end up being that way. And and it may not be Russell. Yeah, it may not be Russell Wilson throwing for five touchdowns because I think the second half they're going to pretty much be running the ball a lot. So uh, for fantasy sports, yeah, Javante Williams is going to probably be a very good start week one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that was – yeah, I think we should do this. Um, um, Maybe we'll do a quick rundown of this every week and see, uh, like, how we did the previous week. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, or uh, j- just keep this paper with you, and we'll just write down which ones we've got right, which ones we've got wrong. Yeah, so – and we'll, we'll go from there. We'll that, um, that app, right? So we – um can actually pick our winners, see who comes out on top of by the end of the year. So we can let the listeners know uh, how we rank every week and see how many we got right. But uh, it'll be a little friendly competition. So see, yep. see how many points we can get by the end of the year. But yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Yep. So um, in other news this week, what do you have going on on your page for uh, breaks? I know you got a couple of big breaks coming up this week. Uh, well, this week I'm just going to do a Bowman break. I got um, a 2021 hobby in. So I'm going to do a break with that and have some other stuff thrown into it. The other break I had, um, I had that 2020. Uh, what did I have in there? Um, shoot, I already forgot. I know I had 2022 Diamond Kings. Uh, I had 2021 Mosaic. And then I had another box. I can't remember. Um, but everyone, so much product you're uh, forgetting. <laughs> I, I have been, and I, well, see this one I threw together last second. I, I changed what I re- originally was going to have in it, but it was, it was fantastic. It, everyone hit there ended up being, uh, what was there? There was 10 autos ended up being pulled along. Yeah. Along with, uh, Shohei Otani dual, dual, dual patch. Yeah, numbered out of 25. That was a pretty nice hit um, that we got out of that. But, yeah, oh, the 
the Gavin the Gavin Lux was a really nice hit too because that was a um, that was a diamond out of the that's the one I, out of the playbook. That's the one I was like forgetting, but the playbook it was a diamond, um, a rookie rookie card. It was the auto, and that was out of fifteen. It's such a beautiful card, such a beautiful card. It's it's one of those ones that you you need to see in person, you know. I no, and for the sure. guy. The guy that bought the spot, he had pre-ordered the spot, but he had to miss. That's why he pre-ordered it because he wasn't going to be around. So I called him after the afterwards and told him a couple of the the cards that he hit. It was he was pretty happy. And after I broke everything down uh, to everyone's stacks, it was nice. Everyone hit pretty even, um, and we did duck race one person into the break. Uh, my buddy Matt got in um, for shoot like 1150 i think it was and i had four spots in that duck race and i really thought one of those got a hit but did not hit (laughs) matt matt brought the nos to the race and your duck didn't your duck was too busy ducking his head in the water (laughs) yeah but that's what it felt like yeah yeah matt was happy because he had a couple autos as well so i mean you get in for you know 11 and a half bucks and pulling you know a couple autos and a whole bunch of other stuff so he got some number cards and it was good my brother um he hit pretty well too um trying to think one guy bought two spots and he was the one that really came out i think he hit like i want to say he had four autos but he had um he hit the only rpa of the break and he hit the otani so he wow. was, yeah, he was, yeah, he was really happy about, about those cards. And so, yeah. And then, and then he was, he's a good guy. He, he just actually started buying from me. He bought, um, he bought a buddy of his, he bought him a, uh, Chronicles hobby off me and a Bowman mega said his friends just oh, getting wow. into it. So yeah, he wanted to, to get those for him. I was like, oh, man, that's, that's pretty nice. Yeah, pretty nice sure. of him. Yeah. So yep. yeah, this week I got the. I got a Bowman break going on. 2021 is going to be 2021 and some 2022 product should be pretty good. But are I you think, doing um, you ever... Oh, the break. Yeah, I got a mosaic break this week. So if it, nice. if the package comes in, because uh, I missed the delivery, so I got to re reschedule when I'm going to be here to pick that up. But yeah, it'll be um, I think it'll be a total of like seven autographs. Um not too bad for a division break. And then I also have an optic break as well that I may wait a week and run it. But um, I do want to do a lot of deal or no deal this week because I have um, a whole bunch of cards I ordered. I even texted you that day. I kind of went on a rampage of just buying everything in sight card wise. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I need to like, I was hulked up. I need to hulk down for a minute and <laughs> not buy so much. But uh, but yeah, I, I was like going to do deal or no deal this week. So. Yeah, it gets like that sometimes. And then, um, you know, speaking about breaks, we have that uh, break that I wanted to talk about, the one where the guy promised some uh, some hits to people and so, ended yeah, up not I, happening. I think it's a segment you wanted to call When Breaks Go Bad. <laughs> because this one went bad, and it went bad in a really bad way to where this guy really – messed up so he it, it it and it was totally by accident as to how i got to listen to this so 
we were on our way last weekend from paintball practice because my, my brother and my nephew uh, ride with me. And my brother just happened to jump on TikTok and he was watching some breaks. And he wanted to watch someone because uh, it was it was with the, it was with select football. And this guy had bought a fresh case, he said. It was a fresh case, he claimed, from, in parentheses, his guy, right? You know, his guy. <laughs> I got this from my guy. We, like, I'm going to let everyone know out there, if you are getting into a break and you hear that this guy got it from his guy, don't, don't, don't get into the break. Yep. Don't. It, nothing ever comes comes good when you hear from my guy. So this guy had claimed that the case that he got, his guy told him that there would be at least three zebras pulled. So anyone who selects, uh, anyone who collects the select knows about the zebra. They're like the case hit. But and I was thinking, I'm like, how is there going to be three case hits in one case? Isn't a case hit a case hit? You know what I mean? Right. So, but he, one, he, yeah. he he told people when they bought in, there's going to be two or three zebras. And I want to say it was like five. I think it was five fifty a spot. It was something crazy. It it was it was not a cheap amount. So I had my brother. I could hear it while we were driving, and I could hear this guy talking. And I told my brother, "No, connect to the Bluetooth, so I can I can listen to this while we drive. We got two hours. We're gonna listen to this." Right. So the guy does the break, and he's getting further and further into the break, and you could hear it in his voice. He was real nervous because the zebras hadn't come out yet. And finally, he gets to the last box. He's opening up the last box, and someone even even in the the um, the comment, someone wrote, "Why is your hand so shaky?" Yep. Well, it's because this guy <laughs> called him out. <laughs> this guy is promising stuff that's not going to end up happening. So he gets down to the last pack. He's like, "Well, there's got to be a zebra in here." Nothing. A zebra. You promised three. <laughs> yeah. He 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 said two two three zebras not a single one was hit wow so <laughs> people weren't happy and it oh, wasn't for just sure. like it wasn't just the people that had bought into this into the break he had like 106 people watching at the time and he was catching smoke from everywhere so oh, yeah. people were starting to tell him grab your phone we want to hear you call this guy. We want we want to make sure that you weren't claiming this was a fresh case and it wasn't a fresh case, which I which I get. So the guy grabs his phone and he shows it on the screen and he starts texting. He's like, "Hey, hey, bro, what what was supposed to be the case hit out of this again?" And people are like, "No, no texting. We want you to call this guy and we want to hear the conversation between you guys." He refused to do it, and then that's when people were getting real upset. So his like he's like, hold on, guys, I'm gonna eat this. And I was thinking, okay, he's gonna do the right thing. He's gonna re because he could just keep the cards. He could right. just ask anyone like, hey, like, do you want to be refunded? And then he could just keep those cards. You know, if someone's like, no, like, I'm happy with my break, like, I'm cool with what I hit, send them to me. They're the ones he should have refunded because he promised something that he couldn't deliver. He grabs a some box of basketball i can't remember he was like yeah he's like i'm gonna eat this 200 for you guys this is for you guys because i'm gonna eat, eat the I, 200 i'm gonna eat you're gonna eat the 200 buddy how that 200 doesn't even equal to what these people bought into it 
most and, people and no one, ate more than that on their spot if it's 550 a spot. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're going to tell me that this 200 edit, he was trying to get all excited as he was opening up the basketball. He's like, oh, so-and-so for you and so-and-so. I'm just giving stuff away around here. And I'm like, dude, you're not. You <laughs> you did not do the in, – in that situation, again, you, you promise people – I do the same thing when I do my breaks. I only add up the guaranteed hits, and I – and I put it out there so people know, like, hey, this is what is this is what's going to hit on the break. Could be more, could be more, but this is what I'm guaranteeing is at least going to be hit. You know, and yeah, one I of do the that things. Too, yeah. Now, one of the things I I do do this is kind of going off the. I'll go I'll go back to the the story, but Matt hit a uh, he got paniti he got hit with a redemption. And and I told him I was like I was like if you don't want to wait for this, I I, got, I can give you like an auto. I'll, I'll grab one out of my box. And he was like, no. Nah. He's like, I'll do it. It's his first redemption, so he wants to learn the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> he, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him learn the hard way, and then we'll come back to it. But that's that's what I'm trying what I'm trying to get at is that you you're selling people product, and if you're gonna promise people something. You need to deliver on that promise. And everyone should have been offered a refund. Now, I don't know what way people paid because maybe they're going to cancel the payment. I don't know if they can yeah. go back and cancel that. I, I don't know how that works um, because that guy ripped everyone. I'm not saying – no, he didn't rip people off. But at the same time, there's a reason that guy got a deal on that case. Yep. It was probably pre-opened. Because and, it's something supposed to cost X amount, but you're getting it for X amount. Unless you really know that person, you really know where the product's coming from, you can't trust it. For so sure. yeah. But I mean it does sound kind of sus, right? Because you're promising three zebras, but then you're texting what was the case hit again? Well, okay, bro, you knew what it was, what you were told. Yeah. Like, the whole yeah, thing yeah. just sounds shady. Yeah. So yeah, it it was bad, and again, he should have refunded people. He didn't, and then and then afterwards, he tried to start another break. He tried no to put together it, another sure. break. Nobody, nobody bought in nothing, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Most of the people backed out by the time by the time we had ducked out of there, he had gone from what would I say it was like one hundred six, one hundred nine, something like that. Yep. He had like thirty people in the room. I think, and they were probably just waiting to see what was going to happen next. <laughs> yeah, probably seeing if he was going to. Let me tell you, if he had sat there and refunded some people some money, I bet you he could have filled his next break. People are like, okay, this guy's a legitimate guy. He's here to take care of us. Situations like that. What if someone had? What if there was someone's first break? Do you think they're ever going to do a break again? Right. That's why some people get such bad raps when you're a breaker because they're like, oh, man, you're just about the money. And it's like, no, not if you go to the right spot. You yeah. just got to go to the right spot to the right seller and and, well, and like, go like from you there. Like you or I. <laughs> we got a lot of people yeah. that trust us. We always make it right. If, you know, like you said, pull the redemption, you know the process. So you're like, I don't want my buddy to go through this. But again, he wants to learn the hard way. So <laughs> I <laughs> let can't him. prevent that. <laughs> I gave it six months before he asked me a uh, 
when am I supposed to get this card? Because they told me like 120 days. I'm like, how long have you been waiting? Six months. I'll give it like another year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> if ever. <laughs> if ever. So yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, going, you know, talking about the redemptions. So, you know, that big sell with Fanatics and everything, and I guess what Panini's not gonna be in the game anymore, right? It's gonna Fanatics now is gonna take care of all that. Yep. They already said redemptions is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to sports cards. And I couldn't agree more. Because it's it's the same thing as the story that we just said. You're promising people stuff that you're not delivering on. And then I don't know if you've gone through this process. Uh, I was actually on the phone with Jared the other day, and he was talking about uh, he had a Favre auto he's been waiting on. Oh, wow. And you know Jared's a huge oh, Packers yeah. fan. <laughs> That's like, why I was for like, him, oh, boy. For him to be waiting now, he says, I think he said he's been waiting a little over a year, maybe even longer. And he got the email and everything about doing something else. I, I think they, I think he has spoke to them on the phone. They tried to offer him something half the price of what the no farm card was worth. <laughs> well, it's not no thanks. It's like, okay, I bought this product. I pulled this card. Give me my card. Don't give me half value. Give me my card. I spent my money on your product. You told me I'm getting this. You have to deliver. It's just, I feel like redemption cards are just. They they really were the, the the CEO from the from Fanatics was correct. They're the worst thing to happen to cards, yeah. you know, especially when they're huge hits. Yeah, huge when hits. I was, uh, I was twelve, I think, at the time to to two thousand one, and I pulled a redemption for a uh, Avent card. It's like a hand painted card for Vince Carter autographed, numbered to two fifty, and wow. I was stoked because I was big on Vince Carter at the time, and uh, like six months go by. I took pictures of the envelope. I'm 12 years old. I took I was like an investigator. Like they're not going to rip me off. Like I'm getting my card. And then they said, we're going to send you a card of equal value. And this is what they sent me. So I had a Vince Carter autographed Avent card number to 250. I received a regular Avent card of Eddie Curry. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, not how even is an this auto? remotely close? <laughs> not an auto. Yeah. It was a rookie. I'm like, okay, but he's 18 years old, and who's Eddie Curry? <laughs> that's you see, and that's just not right. That's just, but the problem is that Panini has such good products. That's the problem. They have some of the best looking cards. I know. I love like I love optic all the way around. Baseball, football, you know, basketball. It's just a really nice product. So it it. It's just a risk some people take. That's why, but that's why I don't buy the big, super expensive hobby boxes from them right. because, you know, it, uh, you know, imagine going and spending, you know, fifteen hundred dollars on on some of this stuff like the select, and then you hit a redemption, and you're like, okay, cool, maybe this card is going for like twenty two hundred dollars, and you made your money back on that, you know, product. But if you don't ever see the card, and uh, let's say it's Let's say it's somewhat big. Let's say it's a Mac Jones. Okay. And right. let's say the page, the Patriots shit the bed this year. That $2,200 could now turn into 12 or 13, maybe even lower. Yeah. So oh, maybe not lower, only, yeah. yeah, not only are they 
<clears throat> sorry, not only are they not giving you your card, now you didn't even have the opportunity to sell it if you were looking to make money off that purchase. Now you lost money all the way around. Unless you hit something else out of that out of that case or out of that box, but you don't know. So no, I hear I, you. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to see that they're gonna get they're gonna get rid of redemptions and just I'm fine. It's okay. You don't have to give us like big, huge name players every single box with autos. Autos are just fun. I just like collecting autos. I think it's awesome to have an autograph. Whether the player turns out to be big or not, could you imagine like 20 years from now, you have like 100 autos, 200 autos, 300, whatever. I think it's just cool to have. Like, yeah, I got this box of autograph cards, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I actually prefer autographs to memorabilia myself. Now, if it's an RPA, then it, that's even better. But yeah, I prefer to pull an autograph than a, a jersey myself. But yeah, but, you know, some people I understand some people are trying to, you know, flip these cards and make a profit. And I totally understand that side of the business. And by all means, you know, do your thing. But it, you're, it's not going to happen when you're getting redemption cards. Unless you can sell, some people do buy redemption cards. Surprisingly, it is weird, isn't it? Like, the, why yeah. would you want to buy something that's such a risk? I don't get that. Yeah. But some people do. Oh, by the way, I don't know if I did. I bring up that TikTok um, of the of the gentleman that got his redemption card in the mail and the damage it was to it. No, no, you didn't bring it up. Okay, so I was watching a TikTok. I love watching this guy. I, I I don't know his name. I can't. There's so many people like on TikTok. I can't keep up with names. Yeah. <laughs> but he was heated. He was like, "I gotta make this right now." Why? Like, I'm feeling it. And he shows the package, and it's perfectly flat except for in a corner. It's like bent. Like, like how do I explain it? It's it's almost like a like it's like, like it's just bent. Yeah, like an more. It was like oh. more. It was more. It was more than a ninety degree bend. Oh, he reaches his hand. He goes, "Watch this." He goes. He tries to reach out, and he's like kind of pulling on the card a little bit. And he goes, "Guess what?" And he bends it back, and he brings out the card. It just has this huge, huge crease across it <sighs> because they shit. Not only did they not, they didn't put no no protection for the card. The flat, like the like the shipping package they did, had not even any bubble in it. It was just a flat piece of like mailing paper, and who knows how many times that thing got thrown around and you know in the process of getting shipped to him. Oh, he was pissed, but he did say he was surprised it came so quickly because he had waited only uh, six weeks for it. <laughs> that's why they, they rushed it to him and it got all thrown yeah. around the logistics transportation companies and he was like yeah awesome i got it in six weeks but i mean he was cussing he was he was not happy he was like what the f am i supposed to do with this yeah that's frustrating yeah i, I hate redemption so it's uh, i mean to go back to the original point it's really good i think for that part of it i mean i do like panini's product most times um, cause you know, sometimes you get like the mosaic I opened is like little lines off centered and like, what, how, who, who's cutting these cards, but yeah, no, it is good to see the redemptions go away at least. So yeah, I I'll be looking forward to those being gone, but I am a little bit nervous about fanatics kind of owning everything 
because now you have just kind of one company setting the the prices. So I'm wondering if prices are going to go up, going to go down, going to stay the same. I kind of, I really hope they come down some because I just think a box, a hobby box of some of the stuff being fifteen hundred dollars is is ridiculous. Yep. You know, but you know, no, for people sure. are willing. But at the same time, people are willing to spend the money. But if I, I mean, really think about it. Think about how much it costs them to make that box. And then for them to turn around, I wonder how much profit is in it on a on something like that, like the select at fifteen hundred dollars. I yeah, wonder uh, how much it's gotta be a huge profit margin. It has to be. It has oh to yeah. Be. For sure. I mean, when I was a kid, I remember like high end stuff is like five dollars a pack. And now it's like thirty dollars a pack. <laughs> like now you're like, oh, this pack is only five dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, for sure. And then the only other thing I wanted to bring up is, um, I think I told you, but it's official that October 8th and 9th, I have my first uh, sports card slash comic book vendor show. So that'll be exciting. As Poke would say, let's go. Let's uh-huh. go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you want to make the trip from L.A. to come uh, see me out here, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come yeah I'm for on, a couple I'm days. On, I'm on my way. Yeah, Not till so. next year. Not till national. National, I'll, I'm, I plan on going to national next year. So since I'll be with Chicago, you there, it's in Chicago. Yep. No, yep. We'll, we'll definitely yep. make a, a trip out there, and uh, all that good stuff. So, uh, do you have anything Maybe. else? No, no. I think I'm. I think I'm good for this. This one. I think. Uh, I think we did cover some good stuff. Good. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for the support. Um, again, make sure you follow and subscribe to Jim and Ten Sports, and. Um, We will see you on the next one. Thank you. Gem in 10 sports. Fuses. Yeah, you know we wildin'. 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 It's that 10 mint gem sports. Yeah. That gym mint 10 sports. Yeah.